Welcome to Reyes on Astrology, and I'm your host, Raya Marshall, where I use the lens of traditional astrology and translate it for those living in modern times. Today we're going to go over the Jupiter square Pluto aspect that will be occurring May 16th through June 12th, 2023. And we'll also touch on the fact that Mars is going to enter the chat May 20th to May 31st, 2023. This is a pretty powerful aspect and arguably one of the largest ones for the year of 2023. Um, Of course, I don't remember if I even touched on this on my 2023 outlook back um, back in January, but realistically, this is going to be a big power struggle it's going to feel explosive. It's going to feel monumental, titanic. It's realistically going to shape the rest of 2023, this aspect, and the themes and the events that occur within this time frame are going to have a pretty big impact on personal levels and a major impact on a collective level. So here is the episode for today. I hope you all enjoy. Hi everyone, I am kind of on a solo kick um, for the podcast. Can't blame me, I have Jupiter entering my 10th house, which is public reputation, my legacy, my work in the world, or kind of how I show up. So I'm really feeling it. This is actually like a last minute podcast. I was kind of looking at the charts and I realized that there was some pretty um, important turning points or developments behind this Jupiter square Pluto aspect and the fact that we have Mars getting in on all of this right around the exact time that Jupiter and Pluto are going to be square to degree. So let's kind of rewind a little bit and see the last time the Jupiter Pluto cycle kind of started to develop. So we had So right now we're having an opening square from the conjunction of Jupiter and Pluto. The conjunction happened March of 2020. I think that anyone that is aware or has some sort of consciousness or is old enough to remember what was going on March of 2020, I don't really need to like discuss realistically what was happening during that time period. Um, I think for the most part, it's kind of all burned into our memories It was, what, March 13th or 14th was when um, lockdown, whatever you want to call it, happened. And we were told two weeks to flatten the curve and everything will be fine. So (laughs) it's interesting that this um, Jupiter-Pluto square is a direct development on March of 2020. So the opening square means that it's, um, you know, Jupiter's moving away from the conjunction that it had with Pluto it's now angular to Pluto, so it's it's the first square of the cycle. Um, you can think that of this like the energy of an opening square as a conflict to individuate from what was started back in March of 2020, outgrowing collective experiences. Um, think of it as a seed emerging from the ground. The conjunction is the seed itself being planted deep in the earth. And the opening square is the moment that it breaks out of that hard outer layer of the seed and begins to sprout and grow and kind of turn and morph into something new. So that's what we can kind of think of 
um, for this May 16th, June 12th, 2023 time period is the emergence of what was started back in 2020, beginning to grow and show some sort of progress or beginning to um, really want to break away from that moment of life and move away from it and grow into something new. Um, The one thing I found very interesting for the Jupiter square Pluto that's happening now and the conjunction of March of 2020. And this is why this is like a really last minute podcast is because I wanted to, I, I was, I was taken back from it because I hadn't realized it before. Um, Mars was conjunct the Jupiter conjunct Pluto conjunction in 2020. Uh, I completely forgot about it until I realized now. So we have an opening square with Pluto and Jupiter. And then we also have Mars entering into that mix during the square. And so we have a continuation of the same themes that were going on March of 2020. Now with the same three planets, Saturn's not there. So it's a little bit different, but Saturn is in a Jupiter ruled sign. So the energy is still kind of present, um, in that sense. So it's just fascinating that during the conjunction in 2020, Mars was involved, and now we have Mars opposite Pluto squaring Jupiter. So there's like the same lingering energy coming up for us. Um, I wanted to read some of my favorite, um, I guess you call them like uh, cookbooks or, um, you know, like, a, like to stimulate some sort of... Um, inspiration is these books that I have, they're, um, kind of listing all the planets and then a combination of planets. So the first one I have is the combination of stellar influences. And this is Renhold Evertine. This is probably my favorite one. This was written back in the forties or thirties. I forget when I can't read the title page because my dog ripped it apart, but luckily he saved, uh, the, the meat and bones of the book. So he says, Jupiter and Pluto combinations, regardless of the aspect that they're making, is this principle of desire for power. And we think of that, you know, Jupiter is the judge of the sky. He's the person that, what is fair and just? And Pluto is this deep, rich um, desire for for control on a deeper level than Mars is to control. It's the... um, the richness of what's underneath the ground. If we think of Pluto, we can think of like, you know, mining for coal and gold and raw material that creates so much wealth and abundance in the world. Um, I wanted to read also two um, probable manifestations, he says. So some positive, you know, often with squares, there is positive felt after the conflict because squares are dynamic. They produce results. So if you're like willing to work through the challenge, you'll get results through it. So you might not feel the positive manifestations just yet, but there is opportunity for that positive manifestation. So what he says for probable manifestations, positive is leading or participating in uprisings. We can kind of see that right now. There's a lot of movements and uprisings towards what is fair and just. Um, do I, am I able to kind of control my own body or make my own decisions and not let like the, um, plutocracy or the authority of the government control every little decision I have? Um, 
attainment for leadership. So I, I, I see this as in a collective sense, there's this fear or this um, worry around complete controlment or complete leadership, um, kind of like dictatorship. But at the same time, there's this feeling of deep personal power where um, you realize how much potential and power you have to kind of control situations or uh, bring in some sort of benefit, um, harnessing those raw wealth materials that you have in possession. For negative um, manifestations, he says loss of social standing and wealth. So kind of like the crumbling of someone that was seen as incredibly um, wealthy or powerful. Um, conflicts with the authorities and the executors of governmental power, in parentheses, arrest. So what are we seeing, right? What were we seeing in 2020 is like, you know, people um, in other countries being arrested for not following um, following rules and regulations. There was, you know people um conflict within how much control and power that was put over our bodies and telling us what we need to do um uh and next he says the misfortune the misfortune to lose everything so there's this fear about i'm going to lose everything i've built for myself i'm going to lose everything that is mine um i'm you know i'm i'm there's that potential to kind of have everything taken away from you at at um on a whim you know um so i i i love renhold ebertine he does tend to have like a more negative connotation i think towards transit because when the book was written was like at the height of um you know the nazi era and things like that so there's in a collective sense like that's kind of where the mind was is this uh you know, World War Two. Um, I think he wrote it right before World War Two, like really kicked off. So, but still, there was all those themes being played. Um, so that's what I have for him. I want to read what he says about Jupiter and Jupiter, Pluto, and Mars together, and then we'll kind of go over another book and and dissect it a little bit more as to um to get better understanding of what this transit is going to be. Um, so with Jupiter, Pluto, Mars, he says, organizing talent, the ability to inspire others with enthusiasm. And I think that that's kind of what we're seeing is there's this like um, there there's this hopefulness in the air. Sorry, my dogs are barking, of course. There's this hopefulness in the air as to we have the ability to um, take control over our lives or the ability to get what we want with that Mars energy. Um, determination and desire to kind of control um, and that Jupiter energy just kind of um, brings this sense of hope and optimism to it. Um, and then the desire to achieve great things. I think that everyone is kind of feeling that right now is this reaching for the stars almost, this boundless potential. Um, <clears throat> so it's interesting that he, when he puts Jupiter, Pluto, Mars together, it's a lot of very, very positive aspects and there's not any sort of negative connotation to it, but it could be that fear of those in power able to achieve great things or those in power able to inspire us in some sort of negative way where they're kind of, um, you know, saying what's best for the collective, things like that. 
Um, so let's go over the next um, book I have. This is something that I think most astrologers have in their um, in their library. So this is um, Archetypal Universe by Ren Butler. This is a great book. This was written in the mid-2020s, I believe. Um, not the mid-2020s, excuse me. Um, the mid, uh, no, 2018. So it was written relatively recently. Um, it's a great book. Uh, sometimes it's a little bit too esoteric or evolutionary for me. So I like the um, Ren Renhold Ebertine one a little bit better. Um, but anyways, what Ren says about Jupiter-Pluto is a feeling of great resources and potentials, kind of like those raw materials from the earth excavated and like, how are you going to use them wisely and to your benefit? He also says inner stature and authority, a broad and deep experience of life. Um, I think that that's kind of like the way I see it is like this, um, seeing the richness that every experience has to offer offer in life and what knowledge are you gaining from that jupiter um dramatic opportunities for regeneration and retransformation that's kind of like that pluto like transformation like the the deco decomposition and the um you know i think of oil when i think of pluto i i know that pluto isn't always associated with oil but i think of like the complete rotting down and decay of organic material to produce some sort of crude energy source um titanic evolutionary forces and i can kind of see that right now it, since 2020 there's been a lot of movements as like changing the structure of society changing um you know how people govern how people are governed how people are what rules and regulations are put on people um, some sort of negative connotations, he says, is extreme material or spiritual ambition. Um, that could be to one's detriment, kind of like I think of a um, like a cult leader, you know, like like an all controlling guru where it's like, um, you know, Jupiter might, you know, I have the knowledge and the and to tell you what is true and what is false. A tendency to feel high and mighty, which threatens those in authority. And I think that that's like, that's the, the, like the power to the people, like the power is within the collective. Like we outnumber the authority figures, the, the, you know, the people in power on a collective sense. And if we rise up, like they're going to listen. If you think of like protests, you know, mass amount of people showing up for the, their discontent with some sort of situation and it shows like the sheer power be behind numbers and obsess uh obsession with glory and greatness um you know that's that will to deter that will and that drive and that determination to kind of conquer to kind of control to kind of um have all power type of thing opportunities to abuse power um you know that's kind of what i was noticing in 2020 was there was a lot of opportunities to abuse power the rich just kept getting richer and they still have since this time period and people are kind of struggling you know the 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 um the um the masses or what's the word i'm looking for the um the people under you know the 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 everyday people are kind of struggling to get by and and um 
people are just getting wealthier and wealthier. If you've had money, it just keeps growing and, and snowballing into some sort of absurd amount. Um, let's read what he says about Mars, Jupiter, Pluto. So for these three planets together, he says powerful surges of enthusiasm and effectiveness. So that's that like direct line of action we can kind of feel. And I think that that's perfect like analogy for it because we had Mars for the longest time was retrograde in Gemini and Mars doesn't like Mars wants to move fast. Mars wants to take a direct line of action. And then once Mars started moving forward, out of its retrograde it moved into cancer where it's it's furthest away from its exaltation sign so it's a place of discomfort so it's this extended period of not getting anywhere and all of a sudden it moves into leo and it picks up an opposition to pluto and a square to jupiter so there's this burst of energy to kind of go and blaze trail and and um you know be effective and get what you want and 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 kind of almost burn the candle at both ends or burns one burn one's energy out um what else did he say uh this these are coming some sort of negative connotations an intense self-righteous anger um we can kind of see that i know that um the tensions feel high like like my in general my kids feel a lot more explosive where they're kind of um, pushing back or fighting against like, you know, the law of the house type of thing. Um, so there's, you know, people for this May, June time period, especially the end of May might be a little bit more aggressive or forceful in getting what they want. Uh, where was I? Driving urges to conquer and dominate others. Um, you may, once again, that's kind of tying into that getting what you want and proving a point or coming out on top, um, that's like a great analogy for this transit is like you're you're so focused, hyper-focused on getting to the top or winning something or um, achieving something that you're striving for that you're kind of willing to step on the heads of others. Um, ruthless feelings that, en- that the ends justify the means. So it's like, you know... Uh, you know, doing good to get what you want or doing bad to get what you want or doing things that are kind of um, nefarious to get what you want, to say the least. Um, Tendencies to push too hard or burns oneself out. That's kind of that feeling that I had with Mars, retrograde, finally out of cancer, moving into Leo, which is a fire sign. It doesn't necessarily have dignity there, but it you could feel like this giant burst of energy where it's like oh my god I have so much to do I've felt so lethargic I need to get all these plans done I'm so ambitious but you're kind of like I was saying burning the candle at both ends and you just burn yourself out and there's no um there's no um energy left over you're kind of um what's the word I'm looking for uh you're too enthusiastic with how many tasks or chores you have um so with that Mars energy entering in, it's an opposition to Pluto, which is kind of like the full moon period for Mars. Um, so this is this full moon period that Mars and Pluto had 
during a conjunction of February 2022. So we can kind of look back to see February 2022 as to what was happening in your life, where there's some sort of results show from this time period or themes are continued to, through completion during this time period. Maybe you're letting go of some sort of aspect of that time period or having a realization. But with that Jupiter energy entering in as well, too, it just kind of expands or brings maybe a deeper level of knowledge or understanding to it. But realistically, the end of May seems very tricky. Um, it's it's lighter in a sense because we're not in eclipse, like we're not experiencing an eclipse for um, the lunations. But at the same time, there's this intensity drumming underneath that we can't help but hear because of this Jupiter Pluto aspect and because Mars is getting in on it for you know 11 days where it's going to be within five degrees of these two planets kind of poking the bear and um nagging or um instigating something I can definitely see like Mars is just that that agitation you know I, I see it as like that little grain of sand within the pearl and Mars is that grain of sand agitating and then Jupiter and Pluto are the production of the pearl creating this wealth or creating this raw resource that's worth something to you so it feels like the work and the agitation and the frustration and this determination to get things done is able to produce results but it's going to be frustrating and it's going to be like wanting to have you rip your hair out at this time I wouldn't be surprised if there's some sort of development around governmental corruption development around people in power and like how they're using their resources or the amount of wealth and excess spending is involved in it so that's kind of what I have to kind of stir the pot and get, get to, like I was saying, get the juices flowing as to what it means when Jupiter Pluto meet up, Mars enters in, um, some sort of like correspondent to the cycle that they've been going through. So we need to look back to March of 2020 to fully understand this Jupiter Pluto square. It's the opening square of this. Um, and then also, too, we need to look back to February 2022 for that Mars. Pluto um, conjunction to kind of see that full moon part and what's being amplified or what's have, having some sort of realization or let go of that time period in your life. Um, I'd love to hear how this transit is kind of working out for all of you and how you're experiencing it, maybe on a collective sense, news articles, things like that, or on a personal level as well too. So that's what I have for today for my last minute episode. I hope you all enjoyed and I will see you guys later. Bye.